hello and welcome to Heads Must Roll, a D&D actual play podcast set in a world of tyranny, corruption, revenge, and vigilante justice. Each of our heroes has had a life-altering brush with corruption in their past. Because of their troubled past, our heroes were approached by a stranger who invited them to join an underground secret society of vigilante outcasts. The goal of the secret society is to expose and disrupt tyranny and corruption in the government. These are their adventures. That was I tried too hard with that one. But anyway... Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are back with our usual cast of characters to play a, another adventure here in the city of Bezbofus. Uh, real quick, we'll just, you know, do the Cliff Notes versions of introdu- introducing our characters, starting with Aaron. Hey, y'all. I'm Aaron. Uh, I play Delana Greydark. She's a half elf, now level three rogue. One time she was in this sex cult, escaped. Now she's here. <laughs> Living her full life. Living her full life. It's gotten to the point. <laughs> One time she was in a sex cult, you know. I don't know, yeah. You're just glazing over it now. She's trying to compartmentalize it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not about your past. It's about your future. And That's right. Yeah. Sex cults are no longer a part of that. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> not the bad sex cults. Maybe the good the ones. The good ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Next up, we have Devin. Hi. My name is Devin, and I play the human monk Daniel Sanway, who is out to uh, seek revenge against the injustices brought upon his master, Sensei Sanway. And that's it. And he likes to punch. <laughs> he sure does. And spit. He does spit sometimes, too. He does spit a lot. Oh, he spits on his fists. I, I forgot that was a whole thing. And corpses sometimes. Yeah, it's been a minute since we last uh, since we last got in the saddle. Yeah. All right, next up we've got Sam. I'm Sam. I play Eli, our Hexblade warrior. His uh, recent exploits, I guess, with his friends brought him a little bit more power, maybe a bit more darkness. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. All rather confusing to him. Let it be known that uh, Eli said it himself that we're all friends. Oh, I know, right? This is a big moment for our crew. It's a big moment for Eli. I feel like he's kind of the guy that's like, I just have acquaintances or allies or whatever. No, no, no. <laughs> Eli is now a very loving person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got some darkness. Yeah, yeah. When he opened his heart up to love before, there was a great deal of betrayal and sadness. So it's taken him a while, but now he's finally like a, a flower in the springtime, opening yeah. his petals up and exposing yeah. his stamen or whatever it is. <laughs> Since that has happened, like the rash has gone away too. So, like. With Jennifer by his side, I mean. Well, you know, he had a close run in with the immaculate infection. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. It is. Strange world we have. Stranger by the day. So I'm Jake. I play uh, Angus the Clown. He is an aspiring clown with anger issues. And most recently, he's discovered that he really enjoys getting inside people's brains and causing psychological damage. That's also pretty fucked up. Yeah. What's not to love? What's not to love about a clown? <laughs> a mind fucking clown. <laughs> Is that pretty much all clowns, though? Yeah, I guess so. You look at and it doesn't just mess with you. Whenever you meet a clown, you're psychologically different afterwards. If there's ever the word fucking mixed into any sentence with the word clown, I'm already not a fan. So (laughs) that is the wrong kind of sex cult. Yeah, that's just the wrong kind of clown. 
No kink shaming, Devin. That's not fair. I think I'm allowed this one. If I'm gonna use my one, <laughs> my one pass, it's this one. It's the clown. That's where you draw the line. All right. Anyways. Finally, uh, we have Kurt. Hey, I'm Kurt. I'm playing Riven. He was your typical rich boy doing his rich boy thing until a bunch of rich dicks were dicks to him. So now he's trying to do a different thing. He's not always good at it. What? But he sure does give it the old college try. <laughs> Speaking of differences, it looks like uh, Kurt's doing a little Where's, Where's Waldo thing here. He's in a, a different of our, location. Uh, viewers who can get even close to where I'm at, I will send you a t-shirt from it. <laughs> we don't know what, what the t-shirt's going to say. Might say Burger King. Might say Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> our sponsors are getting great. We haven't figured out who actually wants to sponsor us yet, but. Hey, but we're, we're going to make some swag for this eventually, right? Yeah. We just need to make an audience who wants our swag first. Well, we want our own swag, right? Oh, I, I, I guess so. We're, we're playing, yeah. Jerseys. Can we get jerseys? Yeah, we'll put our character names on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be, that'd be sick, dude. That'd actually be kind of cool. We should all have t-shirts with giant QR codes. You know, we were just walking <laughs> billboards for ourselves. Oh, that'd be, that'd be hilarious. It's just like it goes to the fucking YouTube channel <laughs> we could make like a concert touring t-shirt with all the places i've been while we were recording yeah <laughs> why what are you doing i don't even know what if we went to like gary con wearing those wouldn't that be sweet yeah we should definitely go to gary con <laughs> oh gary con. i thought you said dairy con i was like i know someone joked about wisconsin but if like, there's on, a guys. dairy con we're definitely going to that too it would also be in wisconsin though absolutely we'd all get ice cream and cheese curds and it'd be glorious and we'd roll d20s at the same time don't give away the state that Kurt is in, guys. I actually did go to a dairy conference in Hudson uh, to babysit <laughs> my cousins because they are like dairy people. Yeah. Oh, no. Aaron is tied into the in Big Dairy. <laughs> oh, is that our sponsor now? It should be. Moo. Brought to you by Big Dairy. Not only do heads roll, so do wheels of cheese. Yes. There Brought we to go. You by Big Dairy. We're going to have to work on our advertising, but we'll get there. Speaking of getting there, how about we uh, play a game called D&D? Let's play a game. We're going to enter the portal to a land called Havathax, and the one who will guide us through this adventure is our DM, Eric. That was very contrived, but I think I pulled it off. No, that was great. That was beautiful. Welcome to my magical world. I'm Eric, your dungeon master for this evening, and we're going to be entering the magical world of Havathax. So last time, our heroes had found the lair of Orton, leader of the Street Reaver gang that was responsible for the deaths of local street healers. After defeating Orton and his automaton guardian goons, our heroes found that he was collecting bodies to further research on curing the roving death, an illness that causes the person infected to die and then walk as undead. During the battle, Orton revealed that he had miraculously recovered from the scourge in his early life. This led the party's only dedicated healer cleric, Dectrin, to leave the party and take Orton's body back to the scourge purgers for investigation. While Dectrin left, the party thoroughly looted the room and found a note giving clues to how Orton's victims were being collected. A man named Locke would pick them up at midnight on Tuesday, signaled with a crow's call through a secret passage that led into a water trough. How will our heroes connect the dots? Find out tonight on HMR for Heads Must Roll. That's perfect. <laughs> Coming to you, HMR, Channel 7 News. Uh, the audience is allowed to watch this in the morning, too, if they want to, or the afternoon. No. 
It says in the contract under in the description that you're only allowed to watch it when we record it. Somehow the like the file to click on or download or whatever just disappears except between the hours of like five <laughs> and ten PM. Yeah, it'll give you a virus too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that way the audience can yawn when we start yawning as well. <laughs> At the same time. It's interactive. <laughs> okay, so you guys were still did you guys go back to the full mast, or were you guys still in the stable itself? We were eating at the full mast. We were eating a, a steamed ham dinner. Okay, right, so we're, we're only allowed on to eat meat now. The steamed hams. <laughs> There's a lot of steamed ham to work on. Brought to you by meat of all kinds. Brought to you by not PETA. Not, <laughs> not, PETA. not PETA. We've had to get rid of so many buckets of blood from our P.O. box. It's been ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because the meat they send us is dripping blood, or they just send us buckets of blood? They send us buckets of blood as a message. To, you know... I don't get it. Remind us that we're murderers, I think. <laughs> it's not animal blood. It's probably people blood. For the right price, I would let PETA sponsor us, so... I mean, I like money. Can I be bought? I can. I can be bought. There's no such thing as a successful podcast made by people who can't be bought. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, so we were sitting around the table eating our hams, and it's Monday night, and the note said, um, that Tuesday night at midnight is when, uh, Locke does his drop-off or pick-up or whatever with the bodies that he sends to Orton. We need to figure out a way to either subtly interrogate Locke or stalk him and figure out what he's doing exactly at midnight. I mean, the thing is, is his job is probably, I mean, Orton's dead. Like, where, I, what kind of job does he have now? I mean, he's got some explaining to do. He's gonna, he's gonna show up there and, like, Orton's not there. Maybe the bodies aren't there. Well, the body's definitely not there. Uh, well, yeah, Deck yeah, is yeah, carrying yeah. it off into the sunset, so. So what if we just started buying these from him? Buying the bodies, bodies from the bodies? him? Yeah. And then, like, uh, setting them free or whatever? <laughs> They're dead bodies. Well, we don't know that. No, they it can't be dead. finished thought. He was looking for healthy subjects. Healthy subjects, In the prime yeah. of their life. So I don't know if that meant, like, alive or dead already or, you know, if they did mm. killing or yeah. if any of that happens. I don't know. We could, you know, pretend to be street urchins who fall for whatever trap lock sets and then let him guide us to the place and see how the whole operation plays out. We could just bribe him to tell us everything using steamed ham. He's a hobo. Well, he could be just dressed as a hobo. Well, he wasn't betting like he was just a hobo, like he was just dressed. He could be an actor. <laughs> mm, that's still, uh, it's nighttime. It's late nighttime. Yeah, so it'd be like very like early in the morning on Monday, on well, Tuesday. In yes, the morning, Tuesday, I guess. Tuesday, yeah. Tours day or whatever. <laughs> whatever fantasy <laughs> day is the second day of the week. Hit us up in the comments. Someone make up the seven days of the week for Habitat. Yeah, tell me what it is. <laughs> um, the more money you donate to the Patreon, the more likely we are to pick it. Yeah. Well, Thursday <laughs> should be Faxaross Day. Daniel Fax day. wants to go to the gambling alleyway that he knows and loves to see if any of his hobo friends are there. Okay, so like right... So like yeah, right, now. Right, right meow, yeah. Okay, and so you quickly leave the table of steamed ham. And yeah, I've go eaten out. my fill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With a full belly of steamed ham for the night, you leave uh, into the night, and you go back to that one alleyway where you met the four the hobos shooting dice. And currently... Currently, there are 2d4 dice throwers. <laughs> There's no one there... Currently, you can no. just kind of see there's kind of like some rubbish off to the side and like an empty barrel. Gotcha. But mm. no All one's right. 
even sleeping in the gutters there. Mm, all right. I just figured I'd pop in <laughs> and see if any of the bros were... Hopeless gambling addicts. At like yeah, 4 a.m. <laughs> it happens, you know? So then I guess Daniel will go back into uh, into the full mass with his bros. Uh, well, a thought I had is like since we saw the sort of like water illusion trough thing in the shipping thing, you know, my thought is they probably tossed the bodies down there, down the chute into the laboratory. We could just hide out there and see what's going on, plot ourselves there and wait for midnight to see what happens. That sounds reasonable. Daniel's really tired right now, though. I don't think I'm going to go to bed. This guy kind of sounds like he's just a guy who was like a, a gopher. I don't know yeah. why I would assume he knows anything. No. I mean, he knows how to steal my money in a game of cards. I think we should go get Father Solomon. We do have to go to the church. Spend yeah. The source. I yeah. like this idea. Well, we could certainly spend our day doing that instead of waiting for midnight to just happen by eating ham all day. <laughs> if we ate ham all day, we would just sit there. We wouldn't even be able to get up. If we ate ham all day, we'd have to go to the hospital anyway. So. Someone would probably get ham poisoning. I was going to say we should assign a healing value to ham. Yeah, how many temporary hit points do I get for eating <laughs> too much ham? Don't mess with me. I'm full of ham. So yeah, we could go to the hospital. Do we have like a what I mean, we want to really do? He's really the one do implicated we... in looking for like these test subjects and stuff. He's the one that's gonna know all that shit. And there's that fat clown Orlando. Orlando, at, at the, right? The, um, at the front desk. Yeah, Orlando Cheville. So I think that stealth is part of the making disguises. So I could disguise myself as someone who works in the hospital and scope the place out. I mean, we still have uh, Street Reaver like costumes and stuff. True. Yeah, there's three of them. Do you want to do the, the classic, some of us are healers, some of us are street reavers? I mean, it worked last time, guys. You could have, like, the street reaver, like, going in for treatment, like, because I would assume that they get their, you know, their perks. Treatment the, for at free. Farah the... insinuated that some of them do. Right. Yeah. I think I just want to go in there and punch him. Just go in and start punching <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> See where the priest guy is and be like, hey, I want to talk to this guy. And then I'll probably punch him. Some of us will be in disguise and some of us will create a diversion. Yeah. Oh, I volunteer for diversion. <laughs> <laughs> the sneaky boys special. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Just go over to the hospital and what? I mean, I guess we should have a like, what is our stated purpose for entering the hospital in case we get questioned? It's true. If we're trying to figure out like routines and where the guards are and stuff, having Daniel walk in the front door and punch someone in the face might throw a wrench into that. Yeah, I think needing healing is probably our best bet. I could, okay, I'm gonna do a minor illusion that there's like a shard of wood sticking in my chest and I'd be like, I need, I need medical attention. Mm -hmm. then, I mean, we could just have a, a bleeding cut. I mean, can I do I a mean, minor? You could just stab me. Yeah, that's probably yeah. well. <laughs> so an, a legitimate wound will do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that new black needle I got out of my pocket and poke my oh, finger shit. with it and squeeze a little blood. And I'm gonna smear it on Angus. I don't think that's a good idea. Too late. It's done. So you're gonna like poke your finger and smear some blood on Angus? Yeah. Oh my god. What if you like become a zombie or something? Oh god. Hopefully like you poke yourself and it feels just like a normal needle and you smear some blood on Ingus. And it's very sharp, it slips right in and you barely feel it. She can get me to chill. This is my sweet new black needle. <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty rad. And while you mean to say this is my cool new black needle, what comes out of your mouth is this is my old white needle. Uh-oh. And you kind of catch yourself and you're kind of surprised because that's not what you meant to say, but it came out completely <laughs> different from what you intended. And I'm going to hold up and go, this is my new black needle. Old white needle is what comes out of your mouth. 
I'm gonna like get increasingly frustrated and visibly upset and just start saying it louder and louder and louder. The pen is blue. It stays the same. <laughs> but we don't know that he's not trying to say old white needle, so it just sounds like he's screaming. Yeah, so for everyone else, it, it might be kind of confusing. <laughs> Why are you yelling that over and over and over? Just calm the hell down, man. I'm going to try saying something else, like, this place is named the Full Mast. <laughs> this place is not named the Full Mast. That's true, because yeah, now it's named the Hungry yeah. Gull, right? He, he, did, he, did, he did technically change it. <laughs> change it yeah, change so... I'm going to... This is my short friend Ingus. This is my my very tall enemy Ingus. Rude. This is some delicious steamed ham. I hate this steamed ham. This is disgusting. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> That's not the real <laughs> ribbon. Uh, yeah, there's something. There's something wrong with you. I think you need healing. There's something wrong with this man. No one would ever say that. When the DM has a carefully planned quest and then i step in <laughs> and now this is what we're doing you seem to be stroking out at this point which yeah. <laughs> you might want to just stop talking for a little bit i come from lots of money and and i'm just gonna trail off <laughs> my family's broke as hell i'm going to pull out my little uh mirror and look at my face and see the little like blood job that he did and then i'm gonna pull out my makeup kit and try to like patch up and make it look more woundy and realistic how do you do a disguise check or whatever? That would be sleight of hand, because that's like physical deception, so... Sleight of hand? I think sleight of hand would be... Well, I'm going to sort of make the bloody put on my... Or is that... You could do performance? I'm trying to think what makeup would be, or like a disguise. I mean, either one I'm pretty damn good at, because I'm... Let's do sleight of hand of how well you can dab. <laughs> how well I can dab. You got to dab that blood. <laughs> Uh, it's a 10, 10 total, five plus five. Isn't a dab like this? Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. That's how I apply the makeup. That's, yeah, it's reasonable. So you're able to like, you dab the blood on a little bit and it kind of like clots up in certain spots, a little not quite the way you want it, but it looks pretty, pretty real. So. Somewhat from a distance. Yeah, at, at first glance, it looks like you got smacked. Okay. I mean, I'm ready to perform my heart out here as the injured person. And I'm going to start thinking about how I can invert all my words and go, guys, we have no problem. I can say exactly what I mean. Okay. Are you, gonna, are you saying that or thinking it? I'm going to try and say that. Well, I'll just say that it comes out the opposite of how you wanted this. <laughs> Did you just call me a girl? <laughs> Wait. He started with the word guys, so therefore he called us all girls. We're, there's one. What would you say again? Say one more time. Said, I'm, I'm trying to think how this would work. I think I said, guys, we have no problem. I can say exactly what I mean. That comes out right. So that comes out the way you meant to say it. I'm going to say, everything has gone exactly right since I poked myself with this old white needle. Yes, that came out as intended. Son of a bitch. It's probably white. That needle's by black, now. dude. I think this guy's crazy. <laughs> Should we get rid of him? And I'm just going to nod. Because he shake his head. <laughs> no, he can. you can nod. Okay, so I'm going to try again. This is my new black needle. I've had this needle for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since we childhood. like acted like we found it in the place. I don't know what you're doing, dude, but like I think we need we need to put a hold on you. 501 or whatever. I'm going to climb up on a chair time. next to him and put my hand on his forehead to see if he has a fever or something. I'm like, "What the hell is going on here?" Mm. No fever. He's got steamed ham fever. Steamed <laughs> yeah, with all that ham. Got the meat sweats. <laughs> He's just got the meat sweats. Told you. 
him. Would I be able to make like a perception check to tie his erratic behavior to the fact that he just stabbed himself with a needle? I don't know if thieves can't yet, do I? Oh yeah, you know thieves can't at like, I think like, yeah, first or second level yeah. for... Okay, I'm going to look at Delana and thieves can't uh-huh. that I can no longer say what I mean to say. And I, I also have to... Um, Thieves can't has to be like a message buried in another conversation. So I'm going to make this long meandering conversation about steamed hams and bury my message in there. It still has to come. It still comes out as it comes out as a lie. (laughs) It has to come out as a lie. (laughs) Oh, man. So even even thieves can't. So if it's verbal, can't be true. Okay. Now Riven's trying to personally fuck with me. Come on, man. (laughs) Delana, you have the identify spell now, don't you? Oh, I do, yes. Are you able to identify? I have to like touch him or something. And then Ingus, if you wanted to do like an, I think an insight okay. check to see if you can put the, the pinning together with the... I only have a plus one to insight. So that was a nine total. Can I do a knowledge mm-hmm. history on the needle to see if maybe it's uh, something my sensei told me about one time? Sure. And then Ingus, you can't... You don't quite put it together, although there's something that happened. You think it passes by your mind that maybe it could be something with the needle, because it's a strange and you haven't seen black needles before. Yeah. Well, you keep so maybe there's something it. more to this. But in my head, it's not necessarily <laughs> a lying just thing. He's just sputtering. In the bar. Like he's got like a brain-eating amoeba or something. First it was the nail, now it's the needle. <laughs> All these sharp objects, and I've given myself meningitis. Yeah. Uh, Daniel got a 15 on a knowledge history. If you've heard about, if the sensei had heard about. Sensei's ever. That's just my excuse of having knowledge history. Because, like, Sensei Soundway told me a bunch of stuff. So it's like, I can just be like, yeah, this one time my sensei told me, like, there's dragons or whatever. I don't know. So, of all the old sensei stories, you don't remember any ones about, any ones about, like, black needles and things happening when you, if you get pricked by them or. So, can, can I cast? identify or absolutely so then i i what do i compare to like or i just tell you the number i roll so i think with identify if you cast identify it just oh it just happens yeah oh it just happens yeah i think it just like tells you with like everything it's like the black needle of jinx so i can like touch him and figure out like what's affecting him spell-wise or magic-wise or whatever right no i think identify would like identify the needle but i don't think it would work on me it says in, if you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that like a spell or? I don't know. We'll find out. Would you like to touch Riven or the Needle? Or the Needle. Mm. Let's touch the Needle. Okay. And so... So you grab the Needle I've been gesticulating yeah, wildly yeah, yeah, yeah. with. What the fuck? So you cast your magic and then touch the Needle and in your mind just kind of pops this vision of this being a pin for the perfect liar. So this is the liar's pin. Liar's so pin. when pricked with this needle, the person can only lie for an hour and they get advantage on all deception checks. Oh. That's pretty funny. But they can't tell the truth for an hour. So I'm like a reverse Jim Carrey. <laughs> uh, we can use this to our <laughs> advantage, I guess, you know, because like you can't even be a bad actor. You're just going to, you know, be a good liar the whole time. Maybe you can even get up to like see Father Solomon. I was also thinking I have a uh, disguise self. Like maybe I could disguise myself as Father Solomon. I mean, maybe people would think it's weird if they like see him twice, but like maybe I can get up to his like 
office. I don't know. Does disguise self allow you to be specific people or it just allows you to change your appearance so you're not... Oh, maybe not specific people. I can just change my, like, appearance, uh, like, including my clothing, armor, weapons, and I can make myself seem a foot shorter, taller, or appear thin, fat, or in between. And it has to be, like, another, I guess, like, humanistic form, like, basic arrangement. Right. But I don't think it's, like, a specific... I don't know if it would be a specific person. I don't know how... Well, you don't know what he looks like, though. I don't even know what he looks You've like, never I seen him. <laughs> That'd be tough. Bummer. But you saw what Sister Salma looked like, so you could make yourself a nurse. Alma, yeah, I could do that. Did I say Selma? What did I say? <laughs> I don't know what Selma. I said. Sister Al- Al- Alma, I think is her name. I could do that, I guess. I don't know what her standing is there, you know? She's still working there. People like her. Well, I mean, she's been kicked out of the group, but people of her position still probably work there. Yeah, and whatever she was wearing is probably, well, underneath that cloak or whatever she had on it's probably like her uniform maybe no she was already i don't know well if you were were just wearing yeah she was wearing a gray cloak with like a white nurse's gown underneath or something like that yeah so you probably know from seeing some of them around with alma obviously she had kind of like a gray cloak when she first came in under that the colors of the church are like it's like white gold and purple are like the mercy's burden colors for the Mm mm-hmm I would assume that there's like a typical like nurse type of dress that's maybe like similar throughout. Like I could sort of like get a generic nurse costume that would make sense. I don't know. Like a slutty nurse costume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the disguise self allows you to sort of like envelop the whole thing. I just think like it doesn't pass physical inspection, right? That's no, like if you touch like I I still have the same physical properties. You just like if someone tries to touch you, be like, this is a workplace, sir. You're going to hear from HR about this. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe since Riven is like in lying mode for the next hour, he should be the injured person. Isn't it like two in the morning? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. It's it's very We're just like up early. late at night. We're just like, oh my God, we got all these ideas. We're buzzing and burning that midnight oil. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to go to bed until I can speak freely. Yeah, Daniel's going to. Did, did that come out as I intended, or did that say, I'm going to stay awake? Do we know how long that lasts, or can he prick himself again? Is it sort of just, it's like every hour? Yeah, it's an hour. So, and you can prick multiple people. You can just do, do it, it as multiple much times as, you want. as much as you want. <laughs> okay, great. So, anyone, we could prick anyone, I guess. Yeah. Who wants a prick? Sorry, Even if someone had like try. a better, I guess you're pretty sneaky. Well, Probably you guys are the liar. two rogues, though, so you guys would be able to prick yourselves and just lie all day long. That's true. We could prick as many people. Absolutely. As why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you actually prick everyone? Just go into the temple and hit everyone. <laughs> Some people might want to have the capacity to tell the truth. <laughs> just lie to everyone. Everyone will be lying to everyone else, and nobody will know what's going on. Be so confusing. We'll go. We'll find Father Solomon. We'll prick him, and then we'll bring in the children of chaos and be like, "He's betrayed us," and he'll try to say he didn't, and then say he did confess and they'll just murder him that's a good idea i like that that's interesting mm-hmm. shoot for the stars so we'll all prick ourselves with the lying thing and go in there and just i feel like some of us it might be valuable to have at least one person who can speak freely instead of being forced to lie right, exactly like what if it's integral that you have to tell the truth and you just can't you know? <laughs> so some of us can be, you know, non-liars and some of us can be liars. To be fair, I don't really see a, a point in any of us pricking our fingers in the hopes of lying. Well, you get... You get a bonus to deception, sure, whatever. It's like you can have a bonus to deception to say something you're not trying to say. Well, I mean, if one of us is trying to lie our way in and we're and you get advantage to lying... I mean, that's that makes sense until they say, like, 
I, I don't know. Daniel, Daniel wants no part of that. <laughs> it's too much. It's like That's way over his head. We need at least head. one person who can you tell guys the can truth. You can your fingers and lie all you want. I don't care. <laughs> we can also get pricked as needed, right? We can go in prick free, and then if we want to prick, we prick. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we can do for sure. Pricks all around. Just be aware that as soon as you prick your finger, you have to say things like for an this hour. is an old white needle. But I like the idea of Delana going in as a nurse. You can just like run right in like with mm-hmm. me in your arms and be like, this is an emergency. I need a bed. And you can just like claim a hospital bed. Well, I don't know why from We're there. We're both great liars. So I could be the one who's forced to lie. I could be a Children of Chaos costume and then she could be a nurse. And then we yeah. got Daniel's injured ready to punch anybody that needs to be punched pretty good at it and then what what does eli do he could be interviewing orlando at the front or something looks so pretty i could go and put on one of these get-ups we have from one of the children of chaos again i'm practically drinking buddies with him now i mean you did hang out yeah let's yeah so let's <laughs> just go for it and wear our costumes and play our parts and see how far in we can get do we want to go now we are unslept aren't we yeah yeah it's pretty late well let's let's get a nightsy rest have a meat breakfast and then we'll go it's the only kind of breakfast well it's the only kind we can have <laughs> tell the children listening at home don't spend all of your money on meat <laughs> <laughs> or do we don't know how the moral of the story has played out yet no diversify diversify don't spend all of your money on meat. you have to have a balanced breakfast just like the cereal commercials tell you golden grams i don't know why golden grams <laughs> <laughs> golden grams in years that's not even my favorite cereal. I don't know why that popped into my head. Is it Fruity Pebbles? Like Reese's Peanut Butter. Um, mm. They're pretty damn good. I like Grape Nuts a good deal, too, because of an old man. I like them. Yeah, I was going to say, I love Raisin Bran. Like, I know people are weird about it, but well, I love Raisin, Raisin Bran. Raisin good Grape Nuts. If Grape Nuts wanted to sponsor us, absolutely. Let's go for it. <laughs> You're just trying. talking to you, Grape Nuts. I spent a lot of time with my grandma, so I learned to like Grape Nuts with half and half poured on them and mixed with equal. Hmm. Your poops were regular. Oh, <laughs> you had the yeah. most solid poops the perfect a child could ever hope for. <laughs> <laughs> so once I got my hands on a box of Fiber One cereal, and I didn't really realize how serious it was, and so I went to town on it like it was a bowl okay. of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and I was like, I might be dying. Why am I dying of dysentery? I didn't expect to die of dysentery. <laughs> brought to you by the American Fiber Council. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not brought to you by Fiber One. We're going fiber broadly speaking. Oh. Since, uh, yeah, I'm going to go run up and hop into my little, I assume they've made my bed halfling size by now as requested. Did Alan make that face when you requested it? <laughs> yeah, that, that asshole face he always makes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is quite an asshole. You run off to your all proportionally sized beds <laughs> and then wake up the next morning to what kind of smells like eggs and burnt toast and kind of some of the hustle and bustle mm. of the tables downstairs being kind of cleaned up before the breakfast crowd comes in. When Ingus smells burnt toast for a split second, he wonders if he's having a stroke and then he <laughs> assumes it's probably breakfast and then he's ready to go. I'm bringing a lot of my own personality into the role here. I was hoping that you smelling burnt toast was going to be like you getting flashbacks to being set on fire. And I was like, oh, oh shit. that would have been better than me admitting I'm an anxious hypochondriac. 
Syriac. That would have been better. <laughs> now we know. Um, I, I just have to step for a second and point out that I'm really sad that I was hoping to drag out not knowing what the Black Needle was for an entire season. And I figured it out on literally the first attempt. Yeah, well, you poked yourself with it, you dingus. You pulled it out within five minutes. I should have just taken up cross-stitching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Good if ass. you poked anything else, you'd never know. It'd just be a really good <laughs> sewing needle. My cross-stitching lies to me. Yeah, you just had to prick yourself. Macromang lies in there. Like, instead of I love you, it's I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hope you it's die. It's like home sweet home. It's like, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> I need a sign here that's not That's that the only slogan right I've there. ever had every place I've lived. Just fuck this place. Fuck this place. <laughs> it's gonna live, laugh, love. It's die, scream, hate. <laughs> Sounds way more fun. <laughs> Positive vibes. If there is a plate of whatever breakfast is available, I'll grab it and sit down at our corner table far away from everybody else the protagonist i got the, the bismuth sitting in the center i created the centerpiece for a nice <laughs> look for the morning since we don't have fresh flowers as you come down alan is busily still kind of like trying to scrub the ham smell out of the table that you guys were on last night we were very <laughs> messy eaters and so he's cleaning up some of the ham and you, you guys come down and he just kind of like looks at you gives you the eye and goes back to just scrubbing the table <laughs> the eye it's that damn look he's got on his face <laughs> he's, he's always judging us in our ham habits. It's gonna be sloppy Joe's tonight. <laughs> yeah, extra sloppy, Alan. Isn't that good for you? You just slop it right on the table. <laughs> <laughs> no plates either, Alan. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll sit down at at the table he's cleaning, and I'll make sure that the first few bites of my toast are extra crumbly, and crumbly, it falls down yeah. on the table in front of me. He's like he's like scrubbing the table. He just looks. <laughs> Over at you, just kind of like looks you up, looks you down, goes, Ugh. he's like about to say something, holds back, and just like wanders off to another table and kind of brushes up. Dude, Ingus, I, I sit down next to Ingus, like, you gotta be like a little more discreet when we talk about people behind their backs, because, you know, he makes our food, man. We don't want to get on his bad side, you know. I get it though, he does give the look. He wouldn't do anything to the ham. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Ham is sacred. I don't really know him that well. <laughs> Pretty sure that ham's already contaminated. Is it contaminated? Oh. We're like an hour in and we've had nothing but oh, ham talk jokes. and needle puns. I'm going to be editing this and it's just going to like, I'm going <laughs> to. Everyone shovel your breakfast in. We have to get out of here. Done. And Daniel lifts a plate and like ah! cartoon style like <laughs> fucking shaggy just unjinges his jaw and just gulps it right down down the hatch he shuffles his ham every slice of ham and toast shuffles it with like a deck of cards and then <laughs> eats a deck of cards <laughs> and he's like all right dudes let's go are we all gathered at the table you guys are kind of gathered at the at the table and so you're getting kind of first dibs on all the burnt bread that Fiona took out of the oven before. My favorite. Left it in a little long. It caught on fire. Havgar, bless you. Thanks, Havgar. Uh, that is the nerdiest thing I've ever said in my life. No, it's not. I'm sure I can find many more <laughs> it's examples. <not>. It's <laughs> my not. level 14 war. Yeah, you play magic now, dude. That's not the nerdiest thing you've said. Yeah. Yeah, we're a whole crew of people that just wakes up one day and goes, let's do some nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got it on a, a plaque above my door. And I tap, I smack it every single time I pass through. Like it's a sports <laughs> it just team. Just says, do some nerd shit. 
Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I mean, Devin was like, sorry, sorry, I was late. I was at the Renaissance Fair today. So that's <laughs> the dorkiest thing that was said today. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to eat my eggs and my burnt toast quickly. So I'll be like, as soon as we're ready. Oh, so like if I went to bed, this weird crustified blood thing I put on my head is probably like gross now. It's very dried on. Can I like do a touch up or something or? I guess because you have a makeup kit, right? Or like a. Yeah, or a disguise. To do it again, you would need more blood is the only thing. Some like jelly or jam actually looks like a little more realistic. I have a plan. Don't worry about it. I have a plan. I, I don't need you guys. Yeah, to touch up, you need more blood. Yeah, so I'm over here like, boink, boink, boink. I'm squeezing a little blood out and then I'm going to like flick it at him. So it's like a blood splatter across This is gross. Face. Yeah, Daniel's like, I don't like this. And he's going to start walking <laughs> out of the door. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm only doing this because I love you. Did you prick yourself with the pin again? I did. Oh, okay. All right. It's got to be wise. down. <laughs> when Riven said, I'm only doing this because I love you, uh, Delana was triggered back to her sex cult days. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start walking out the door. Yeah. I like to think that when he said, I'm doing only doing this because I love you, it would be more that I I'm only doing this because I hate you. <laughs> As I fling my blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so Riven. That's so Riven. Okay, that is the perfect title for a spinoff. It's going to happen. <laughs> It'll be our next short episode. Check out our Patreon for That's So Riven. It should just be just a, just you playing, just a single player, just Riven, just like having an adventure. I wonder what I'm going to do today. I've got so many options. It's just you sitting in a room full of magic items and like testing them out on yourself. <laughs> Usually by stabbing yourself with them. There's yeah. like an IO1 stone circling around my head and I take it and I smash my finger with it. That's So Riven. Oh, uh, this is useless. <laughs> we just have six people in the background shouting that. We're almost there. Almost with, we almost got an idea there. So I'm going to start donning my Children of Chaos costume. Out in the street? No, up in my room. Okay, okay. So you you, you splurred with blood and then went to your room. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I actually like walked outside, just did, like kicked open the door and went to go lie to the world. Okay. But you can don <laughs> your thing. Yeah. And I'm going to like slightly gently dishevel my outfit so it looks like I was in some sort of scuffle, a clown in a scuffle. Maybe I'll like yep. let my natural makeup be a little messed up, try to like sell yeah. the injured uh, role. Mm -hmm. Is anyone in the, in the gambling alley, in the hobo alley? As we walk down the street, making our way downtown, walking <laughs> fast, faces past and we're hospital bound. Hopefully we haven't uh, infringed any rights there. So Ingus, you're trying to rough yourself up a little bit? Yeah. Make, I think it'd be an, let's do an intelligence check for disguise. Looks like that's. I rolled a two. Two plus one, three. Well, then you can <laughs> add your proficiency modifier because I think you've got the kit too. Oh. So that might kind of So it'll be five, I'll be at five. How authentic do you want it to be, Angus? So you I just kind of rough yourself up. But it just kind of you just kind of like bend your shirt in like certain ways, and it looks yeah. Strange. I spent a lot on the costume. I was being too delicate with it. That's yeah, you happened. need to go full Edward Norton on yourself. Daniel asking is how authentic he wants his costume to be without decreasing the value of it. This is my without decreasing. The value. <laughs> Okay, I won't. I won't fuck up the uh, <laughs> Your shirt. shirt. Will be fine. Dana's gonna try and give one solid punch across the face. <laughs> <laughs> across I got the these face? new gloves. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Oh, Roll for no. it. It's for your art. <laughs> That's what I say when I make contact. <laughs> dun, 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 I'm dun, only doing dun, this because I love you. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh my uh, god. How does a sixteen sound? 
to hit me, it's very easy. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> He's so squishy. My AC is a 13, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Daniel, how, I guess, hard are you trying to hit him? Because you're gonna hit a lot harder than you would normally think, because you just got these new gloves. Yeah, don't worry, I'm taking it into account. Uh, <laughs> I deal six damage to Ingus. And you can feel yeah. a little crunch behind the punch. I will take it. You're the one who stood there. That soft black velvet glove just streaks and just crunches into your face. Make a dexterity saving throw. Me? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> He's using the key. No, it just it's it's automatic. Oh, it's flurry of blows. Never mind. You don't have to do nothing. Okay, good. Good. So I just woke up. Yeah, it's flur it's only flurry of blows. You get another one. Yeah, I thought about doing a bonus action. Roundhouse kick him. Yeah, I, I get I get an automatic extra hit if I want. But if I spend a key point, I get an automatic two extra hits. We're going to lose a party member. You should definitely use all of your key points to assault a willing clown. Just beat my friend. And, it, and I'll be like, looks great. As soon as I get hit, I am going to immediately start screaming the highest pitched scream I possibly can and be like, take me to a hospital. Get this guy to a hospital. And I'll pick him up and throw him over my shoulder. Alan turns around and goes, what the hell are you doing? And I say, no time. We got to go to a hospital. And I will <laughs> run with Ingus out of the What just building. happened? <laughs> I'm going to try and have the needle concealed between my fingers. And I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and go, don't worry about it, Alan. Oh, poor guy. Do a uh, sleight of hand just to see if that turns out as intended. Wouldn't be super hard. If you don't stab yourself. Sleight of hand. I have ooh a plus four. That ain't bad. I nope, that didn't work at all. I rolled a one. All right, and you slip it in between your fingers and you prick yourself again and then it just like falls <laughs> onto the floor. I'm just going to grab it and walk out without saying anything. That's the fastest karma I've ever seen. That's pretty funny. <laughs> while, wow. really quick, while uh, Daniel is carrying me, I just yeah. want to put my mouth near his ear and just <sighs> say the words very calmly, your favor will be repaid. <laughs> Daniel keeps running. Okay, so Daniel, you've got Ingus on you. Yeah, he's, he's slung over my shoulder. And so, Riven, you've picked up the needle from the floor and then you're out too? Yep. Okay, and as you go to pick up the needle, Alan looks at you and goes, Wait, what is that? This is my old white needle. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at it and looks at you. I'm going to turn and I'm going to walk away. All right. <laughs> that face. <laughs> uh, he just like can't he can't find words as you walk out the door. He's gonna he's gonna tell HR on you. There's no HR. He's gonna poison our food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna be shitting for days. I, he is HR. Yeah, he kind of is. Guess, yeah. He's more like the office manager. Eli, were you gonna do anything before? Uh, I, I it seems we've run out of time, so I'm just gonna head out with my costume and uh, and go with it um yep so i'm i'm being held i'm so i'm just i'm submitting to that okay uh, eli you're in costume are you mm -hmm. is that like a, just a, one of the children of chaos costumes yep gotcha yeah there is a total of three of them i'll choose a non-bloody one this time and then delana anything before you head out as everyone's 
kind of storming out the door in a different fashion. I guess, should I, like, I should probably wait to disguise myself? I guess I want to maybe go as, like, a nurse. I want to disguise, it lasts an hour. Should I wait till I get there? Should I just do it now? Like, would that be, mm. that would, I don't know. Yeah, it's a pretty short, it's a pretty short You can walk. just conveniently get there at the same time. Who knows? It'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm just coming in for my shift. I'm the newbie, right? That always mm -hmm. works. So, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll cast Disguise Self okay. um, as a nurse. Hello, nurse. Nurse, do I roll for that? Do I do a no? Because if it's a spell, you would it would basically form. It's kind of like an illusion just on yourself, so it would go to just as intended. And so you're gonna look like you, but just outfit. Well, I want to look like the most typical nurse, like that there is, type wise. You know, maybe the same age as like most of them. You know, young student kind of thing. Maybe give yourself one of those like Nicole Kidman the hours noses, just so that you're a little less uh, recognizable. Why? <laughs> no one knows me here. Just, <laughs> just as like a, a typical nurse at the Mercy's Temple, like I would be there for my first day as an intern or whatever. Okay. I learned a very important lesson today that the movie The Hours is uh, not popular in the nerd realm. I've never heard of that movie. Never heard of it. The minutes, the hours, not the a days. real movie. It was a fever dream. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, Man. it's an old movie. It's fine. Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving right along. Yeah, since he was running, Daniel carrying Ingus is going to be the first one to get to kind of the steps uh, of the temple. And so as you kind of like approach it, run down the street, you can see like even from like a ways off that the temple rises. You know, it's a very, very tall temple. It's very, very old, made out of, you know, cut stone. There's some painted glass in the windows. And on the steps, there's a lot of steps kind of leading up to the big wooden doorways. And along the steps, you can see there's like people laying across the steps. There's, it's just littered with, with just the sick and the injured. And among those, you can see that there's like five like blue cloaked figures that are gruffly like removing the people. And then also this massive morbidly obese man in orange and red silks, not going near the sick people, but kind of like shooing them away and also kind of urging on the cloaked figures as they kind of gruffly kind of like shove them down the stairs. Uh, okay. Daniel, make, make way, dudes! This whole time I would be screaming and wailing in pain as if, like, my emergency is somehow way worse than everybody else's. This guy's in serious pain! And I'd zoom up. Run up the stairs. Okay. And you come to, like, the base of, like, the stone steps, and you kind of have to zigzag between, like, other people that have, you know, Yeah, I do cool monk Broken arms. As I do it, yeah. And one person's, you know, vomiting down the steps and whatnot. Gross! And you kind of, like, start to walk up and the very, very obese man kind of like, kind of like waddles towards you and in front of you and goes, stop, stop, stop. What are you doing? What do you have there? What's wrong with him? Out of my way, bro. And I push him out of my way to go <laughs> through the door. Uh, and so you... Do you want me to do strength? Yeah, roll... Want to be a big tough strength guy? Strength if you want to push versus dodge. Instead of sidestepping this guy, you're going to go with the most obviously difficult way. Ooh. Well, it's a good thing I rolled low. Uh, I only rolled an eight. So with an eight, you are able to just move him out of the way enough. And as you kind of like move him, he goes, oh, and it, for a guy his size, he moves pretty darn easy. And you kind of run up into the doors and he goes, guards, seize that man. He hasn't paid his dues. And you kind of hear other bodies just kind of hit the floor and you kind of hear the unsheathing of weapons. Oh shit, I'm sorry. As like the five guards that are along the steps start <laughs> nearing you or start kind of climbing the steps towards you. 
Yeah. Am I anywhere near them? Yeah, are any of us catching up at this point? Everyone else would probably be like, you can see this happening, but you'd probably I'd still be Daniel's a, a very decent fast. ways off. Extra 10 feet of movement. I want to uh, yell out, I think you guys want to help me. I have a very strange illness and then I want to pretend like I'm coughing up a silver piece. I want to like try and do like a sleight of hand where it looks like I coughed up a silver piece. Just <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. You're going to okay, try so- and be the literal golden goose? Yes. <laughs> Daniel, are you going to stop once the large man, probably, this is probably Orlando, was like screaming, or are you going to go like right to the door? I, I will go. I My hand, one hand is on Ingus's butt as he's mm-hmm. over my shoulder. Nice. And firmly grasped. And the other hand will be on the door, getting ready to push it open and or kick it open until I hear Ingus begin a ruse. I've played this tune before. I gotta let the guy do his act. So then I will dramatically pause there and huh? and wait for him to do his thing. Or maybe it would be smart if I did a minor illusion of a coin and then just later pulled a silver piece out of my pocket. You're the magician. I do the punches. I do have a plus seven to performance. Is that the check you're gonna have me make? So you're gonna try to cough out a silver piece? As if my ailment causes me to cough up money. That'd be sleight of hand if you actually wanted to produce one, like a magic trick. <laughs> yeah. Or I could actually make it a legitimate magic trick with minor illusion. Sounds could. much easier, to be honest. Okay, I'm in a minor illusion that a silver piece pops out of my mouth when I cough. And then if anyone questions it, I'll pull an actual silver piece out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Orlando kind of like hikes up his silks and he goes, stop you brute. How dare you push past me? He goes, put that man down. Okay. And I'll, I'll put him down. <laughs> I'll lay him down gently, <laughs> still with my hand on his butt. Okay. Are you the doctor? I point to the man, the large man. He kind of looks at you and you see it's like a very overweight, bald, bald man. You can see he's got just sweat pouring all down his face. And he goes, you, the youth these days have no respect. That's true. What's wrong with this man? He's sick. And he's going to look down at you, Ingus. I've been coughing up silver coins once every 15 minutes for the past two days. <laughs> once every short rest when my child of my spells <laughs> Either way, they're going to want you. I mean, that's lucrative, if not interesting. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but ever since this boy came around, I've been coughing up silver coins, so we need to be looked not at me. together. Coughing up silver coins? Do you think this is a joke? This is the Temple of Mercy. Get off of my steps. I need healing, man. And I know that you guys need money. I, I feel like this is a mutually beneficial relationship. It's the greatest situation that's ever fallen in your lap, fat guy. Are you trying to convince him that you're actually like coughing up silver coins? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, roll like a deception to see kind of how, I guess, how that comes off. I've been rolling terribly. Yeah, it's like when you call in sick to work and you like make the voice, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to come into work today. <laughs> I'm coughing up money. I rolled an 11. That's not great. You're terrible. I know, my rolls have been really bad. He goes, I have no time for your little tricks. Get off of my steps unless you're actually <laughs> injured. You're taking up space of our paying customers. Well, my Look at skull how is up also. His face uh... is too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's taking pretty much a solid six points of damage to the jaw. It seems I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> I know I how hard I hit him. So also, my skull is caved in, sir. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. Touch his face. Watch him squeal. I guess the clown makeup would be a little smudged from the fist-shaped yeah, smudge. Yeah, there's still some on my knuckles, too. Uh, 
Can I try and like cough up an actual coin this time with like sleight of, sleight hand? of hand? Or I guess yes. he's just not buying it, is he? <laughs> I mean, if that's a hard sell. That you're a, sick with good. coughing up money. Roll that's good. a street. You rolled your face and you went. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought the money would convince him to let me in because I'm worth you're something. flipping the script here, I want to be worth Is it something. not enough yet to pay the dues? How much do you have to cough up to get to that. Maybe we should cough up a gold coin and see what happens. Alright, I'm gonna cough up a gold coin and see if that's <laughs> more enticing. <laughs> the disease is progressing. Is it performance or sleight of hand? Yeah, like a physical deception. I mean, jack of all trades, I'm okay at all of them. I just Do roll it, yeah. like fucking garbage. Do it. I believe in you. Uh, it was a 9 plus 5, so 14. It's not the worst. Could be worse. I am just going to let the gold coin land on the ground and leave it there. Okay, and he looks at you and he like sees the, you can see his eyes wander towards the coin and then it suddenly like snap back to you. He's like, do you think I've never seen a coin trick before in my life? Who do you think I am? I am Orlando Cheville. <laughs> Get off of my Orlando? Do I do? Does Daniel see his compatriots bringing up the rear? Are they are they fast approaching? Maybe I yeah. would be starting to run up because like I'm a new nurse and like oh I see someone's like potentially it looks like from far away like hurt. So I'm like <laughs> running up, you know. Oh, I want to help. Eventually, maybe join the commotion there. So as you kind of like start to walk up the steps, there's like legitimately sick and injured people that are like motioning to you like help to the person oh, that looks like a nurse. That's but terrible. at the very top, you can see that. <laughs> Now kind of like slowly encroaching on where like Daniel and Ingus are, are like the five cloaked children of chaos with their, uh. with their weapons drawn. They're not like attacking, but they're just making sure that there's no problem, I guess. Yeah, no trouble up top. So their backs are, are turned to you, Delana. So would you like to push past the sick people that are begging for your help? Y yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> they, they're not paying customers. Sorry, this new outfit doesn't make it's me like a, a better person, hospital. but yeah. <laughs> so you, know, you like, go up the steps and people are like, help, please. And you go um, back up and then you've got those five cloaked figures that are like facing away from you. Uh, Well, I'm just going to like, kind of like, oh, squeeze me. Just like, squeeze me, sick people. <laughs> New doctor here. I don't want to be late. My first day. And you come up between, like, two of, like, the really big, like, these, like, half, these half-work guys, and they kind of look at you, and they go, they go, oh, sorry, sister, as they allow you through. Oh, okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. Let's go over to Eli. So, Eli, you can see, like, Delana running up the steps, and she just kind of squeezed between a couple of the Children of Chaos at the top, and you can kind of hear the little argument going on up at the top of the steps. I will make my way up to, uh, well, I look like one of the Children of Chaos. Let's, let's go up and uh, see what's going on. Make an intelligence check with advantage for disguise. Since you have like the costume. So you would look like it, but just to see how you pull oh. it off. Yeah, I'd like to see you pull it off. Where's disguise? So it's not one on there, but like intelligence. Normally it comes off of like intelligence of like, okay, how's this supposed to look? Is it persuasion? Is it or is it just straight intelligence? It's just straight intelligence, but with advantage, since you got all the necessary parts. Huh. Well that's not good. So I managed to roll three twice. Okay. The dice are against us today. You run up there, and then so you kind of run up to the top of the steps. I guess, what would you like to do? So like the five children of chaos, obviously their attention is turned away from you at the time okay. that Delana just snuck through. What does it look like they're doing? So basically they're watching kind of like the little like ruckus that's happening between 
Orlando Ingus and Daniel because Daniel basically just rushed past and so they're just making sure that they don't have you know a violent guy that just screamed up the steps uh are they armed because you you don't you can't get in unless you pay so they they are armed okay I will similarly arm myself and I'll I'll edge in a little closer and be like uh what's going on here and one of the guys has like a war hammer in his hand like looks over at you and he goes Ruffians haven't paid their dues. And he kind of looks, uh, looks at you, looks down, looks back up. Who are you? New guy. <laughs> I was just at Orton's the other night. Anyways, I got sent over here. Uh, I was supposed to help some dude get in because uh, I have some money for whatever. He dropped it and was on his way. I don't know. Deception. Fine. You're good at deception or intimidation. <laughs> yeah, because I just got a 23. Nice. Ooh, makes perfect sense. He goes, oh, okay, you're one of Orton's guys. All right. Yeah, that's me. I'm new, though. I'm new, so, you know, I might be a little bit... No one's ever met me before, except for you. (laughs) Don't ask anyone about me. Uh, No, Orton met me. I met Orton. We had a personal... Can't ask him uh, any questions. Chat. You know what? I'm going to stop talking. (laughs) I'm just going to try and wedge my way through there. Okay, and he kind of, like, holds you back. He's like, just... He goes, wait, let me... Let us just, like, clear these guys first, then we can let you in. These guys might try to pull something quick on us. Just give us a minute, new guy. You can see how we do it. Okay. Okay. That's, let's see how this goes. I'll give him one moment to, I don't know, whatever. I don't know what he's going to do. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll go down to Riven. Yeah, I'm just kind of like slowly approaching this, watching what unfolds. Pretending I'm just kind of letting everyone else take point on this. Okay. Are you in like costume at all, Riven, or are you... I think he put on one as well. Yeah, I'm in the costume. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I'm I'm walking up. I'm in my Children of Chaos armor and uniform and everything, and taking a watchful eye and pretending I'm watching everyone else take care of the ruffian for me. Also, roll disguise with advantage, or excuse me, intelligence check with advantage for disguise. Twelve and ten. I feel like I should be able to use one of my rogue skills for this. You would think, but like with the kit, it like puts your proficiency bonus onto the check. Yeah, there's there's different ways. Okay. To interpret, All right, but that looks like a lot of people do intelligence. Okay, and then you were just gonna kind of wait behind, sit back and watch alongside Eli. Yeah. And so I guess we'll go back to the people that are in the heart of the matter. So Ingus, uh-huh. you're still on the ground, so you've coughed up a gold piece, but it doesn't seem like Orlando is buying it. I'm going to be like, I am legitimately sick. I understand there's other people here suffering. So I'm so, so sorry to have disturbed you at this time. And then I'm going to offer him my fake Daisy and cast Charm Person. Hope it works. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the charming. So the five goons are going to see you casting a spell. Oh. So, because I think, I'm guessing there's like verbal and somatic components. Well, yeah, he has to sing a song. Yeah. So then They're I gonna lied. Know you're up to something. Well, then go to uh, Daniel, and I'll think about it for a second. <laughs> okay. And so as he's, as Orlando's talking to you, he like slowly bends down. He keeps eye contact with you, but he bends down and he picks up the gold piece quickly and stashes it in his silks. I'm gonna be like, well, there's more where that came from. It's just gonna keep coming. It hurts a lot when it happens. Hurts a lot. My friend is super sick, and he has a serious jaw injury from a very strong, (laughs) immensely powerful punch. He needs medical assistance, dude. As this is all happening, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna tap Eli, and I'm going to start walking towards him. I'm gonna say, this man appears to be sick with exactly the kind of illness I'm interested in. I'm gonna punch him (laughs) in the face and grab him by the arm. Punch who in the face? 
Wait, who are you punching? Ingus. <laughs> God damn it. He doesn't have a lot of hit points, by the way. 15 hit points left. You're going to walk up and punch Ingus in the face? Yeah, is that not, that not what everyone else would do? <laughs> is that not allowed? Situation? <laughs> I, I guess you can, can you totally to just do coins? that. Do you want to, like, just punch him, punch him, or try to make it a light punch, or... I mean, I don't want to, like, put everything I've got into it, but I, you, you got to make a good show of these things. <laughs> Alright, so you just deck him in the face. Um, <laughs> I'm not that strong. It's okay. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Famous last words. Half my hit points will be taken from me before we initiate anything. <laughs> and I'm the one that everybody's mad at right now, so... What's a fist? 1D... And 1D4. Let's do 1D4. Well, it's usually 1D4. Is half, it 1D2? Yeah. yeah, so 1D2 and then you yeah, divide it and half i prefer 1d2 yeah and then add your 1d2 okay so i rolled a two you divide it in half plus my strength is two damage okay i say i'm gonna take him inside and see how sick he really is what did you say you're gonna take him inside yeah yeah when he punches me okay. when he punches me can i use that as an opportunity to just like have three silver pieces pop out of my mouth <laughs> just so it seems like it i'm not trying to do a trick right now to convince You're anybody still playing the narrative yeah it's just that when i get hit coins pop out of my mouth is that gonna be an illusion or are you gonna slight of hand that i mean i feel like the minor illusion is more guaranteed to work because i've been rolling like shit but then yeah. the coins aren't gonna land anywhere do they they perceive like it lands somewhere right no because i think with minor illusion it's just one you either can like see it but you can't like hear it, hear it. or you can All hear right. it but you can't see it I'm going to sleight of hand three silver pieces from my pocket to look like they popped out of my mouth when I got punched. Okay, roll for it. This is so silly. Are you like Sonic the Hedgehog that loses coins when you get hit now? Yeah, I have all these like jack-of-all-trades buffer skills and none of them have been paying off yet. Ooh, 13 plus 5, so 18. That's not Ooh. the worst. And so you get punched in the face and you go, <laughs> and then the coins start flying. And you can see Orlando is obviously surprised. He goes, and Riven, he kind of pushes you aside and he goes, wait, wait, wait. No one gets in until they pay the toll to get seen. You know the rules. He doesn't get in until I say so. And I'm going to say, the toll's right there. <laughs> I haven't seen this man. I have yet to come up with the true price. These are just bonuses. This, these are donations. He's obviously given to the church. And he falls <laughs> down and he just kind of picks them up and he pockets those two. <laughs> now, you little clown man what's wrong with you every time my body faces any sort of injury or sensitivity coins pop out of me that was oh, no, the my exact God. wrong thing to say the exact wrong thing to say off of my steps <laughs> <laughs> okay see ya because i just realized how stupid i just was <laughs> this, is, this is no place for clowns or your shenanigans for the record this is why i punched you and orlando <laughs> looks over at you riven and he goes young man please escort this character down the steps and out of here. We're seeing our true paying customers. I, I like to squeeze past these uh, guards at this point. Look at Riven and say, hey, remember what Orton wanted. He wanted this guy in, so let's get this fool inside. Stop wasting our time. Uh, this is the guy? Yep. <laughs> this is the guy that we spent all night looking for, and now we want him inside, so let's get him inside. He did say he'd be pretty stupid. Again, if I have to. These guys behind me believe me that I'm with Orton's dudes. You'll never catch me alive and unscathed just like Orton asked for. <laughs> I'm trying to correct the the narrative <laughs> the narrative from before. <laughs> Guys, I think this is working. I'm going to brandish my weapon and say just all of you get inside. Can I go inside? I'll pay money. Aren't you still kidding? No, I put him down. You put him down so Daniel's still at the door. And I'm going to look at Daniel and say how much money? <clears throat> how much do I need to give you? I've been uh, eating it doesn't only matter. meat 
for pick many him days. Up. Pick pick him up and go inside. Orlando looks at you, Daniel, and he goes, by the looks of you, you're perfectly healthy. The temple is only for the temple workers and the sick and the injured. My tummy's been real upset from all this meat I've been eating. It's literally <laughs> been every meal that I've had. I got the ham fever. <laughs> shush, shush, get off of my steps, you Bruce. This Guards, sucks. please escort this man, <laughs> this young man down the steps and out of here. Shush. I have important business to go to, not this shenanery. Uh, I want to intimidate him and ask him if he wants to carry this guy inside. Wait, who are we intimidating? I want to intimidate Orlando and see if he wants to carry Ingus inside instead. Right now, I can have Daniel carry him inside. Okay. Daniel also looks at the eyes of all of his compadres with the do we fight eyes. Like... I'm gonna shake my head. No, not yet. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Put the gloves away. For now. <laughs> Before most of us even get in the door, Delana had no trouble. Yeah, I'm just like waiting in the bathroom, like getting to care, just standing, like trying to, you know, wait for yeah. you guys, probably. But. You're like, your name is Cindy Lou. Who. Yeah, so Delana, you're not <laughs> okay. inside quite yet. Okay. So you're nearing the I'm gonna door. I'm going to point at her and, and say, take care of this person and go inside. Everyone go inside. In my most intimidating persona okay. possible. What did you intimidating. What did you roll for that, Sam? And don't forget his Sandy Hazel eyes. So those <laughs> factor in. Sandy Hazel eyes. Uh, we'll go with an eighteen here. You kind of try to strong arm him a little bit, and he looks at you, and he looks you dead in your Sandy Hazel eyes, and goes, <laughs> "He goes, don't try to intimidate me, boy, or unless I'll give your name to Zago himself." Zago. Fine. I'm in charge here, not you. Who the fuck is Zago? You're employed with the children. <laughs> yeah, you should not ask any questions, <laughs> Sam. And he kind of looks you, he, he looks up and down and he... Looks you dead in your sandy hazel eyes. Yeah, and he looks up you and he smirks a little bit. And he kind of whispers, he goes, I don't know who you are, but I suggest you leave right now before I tell everyone that you don't belong here. Did I hear this? You probably would. I'm gonna cast darkness. Interesting <laughs> oh, <shit>. me. <laughs> Absolute horror. Yeah. Darkness on me. You begin to cast darkness, and he goes, "A spellcaster, guards, kill him!" Shit. And so you will get a surprise round to cast that, but then initiative. Everyone gets a surprise round, right? Mm-mm. Can I have a surprise round to prick him with my black needle? Because once you start casting a spell, everyone's going to know. I mean, he's going to alert the guards that you're pulling off magic. But what about the rest of the party? I mean, they... Okay. They... I mean, everyone was like... Uh, everyone was aware waiting for something bad to happen. And that the magic was just like a tripwire. I'm really excited the now. The guards were basically like readying for something bad to snap. I'm really glad that part of our strategy was taking away like a third of my hit points before we got into this. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I thought about that, and I did it anyways. And we don't even have a healer anymore, right? No, we got potions though. Oh, we do. Deck gave me a potion. Why? Why haven't you drank it yet? Yeah, I'm gonna drink it right now before we have like a turn order. Can I do that? Am I breaking some sort of? You don't have healing word, Bard? No, because we had Deck before. Thus ends the tale of our party. Yeah, they all died on the <laughs> church steps. Before we even get into... Uh, we'll see. Okay. How many guards are there? So there's five, and then like 
Orlando. Maybe all the sick people will rise up for us. Yeah, I think all the sick people will rise up and join our cause. <laughs> and like weak-ass punches. The Children of Chaos aren't really popular. Um, But let's do... Did everyone roll initiative? Uh, I sure did. And then let's oh. do order. Okay, uh, so Delana, what was your total? Doing it right now. Sister Delana, because you'd Seven. be like right outside the door. Seven? Okay. Daniel? 23. Woo! Eli. 12. And then Eli, you will get that darkness off as a darkness. surprise round too. Ingus. I have a 17. And Riven. 25. Good. That's hot. How'd you get a 25? Wait, <laughs> you have how's a that possible? Plus five dexterity bonus? Initiative. Oh, improved initiative? Yeah, whatever that is. Alert, yeah. I think it is, as a feat. Oh, yeah. was that part of like the, okay, that, I gotcha. That's cool. Okay, and so first, with the surprise round, the darkness ball goes off, and Eli, you said you cast that on Orlando? No, on, I will actually, I'll, I'll cast on me, or actually my blade. I'll, I'll cast on the X-blade, why not? Okay. What does it do? I don't even know. Darkness? It's magical darkness. It is dark as fuck now. <laughs> yeah, it's pitch black. Is, that, is, it, is it a 20-foot radius? It's a 15-foot radius. 15-foot radius? Okay, that's gonna encompass pretty much the entire, everyone. Can you see through the darkness, Sam, or no? I can. The darkness goes off, and Sam, Eli can see through magical darkness? Mm-hmm. Really? An invocation. Is that, was that an invocation? Uh, yeah. It's devil's sight. Everyone else is completely blind. Yep. <laughs> Mag- magically blind. That's going to encompass everybody, like, because everyone's basically at the top of the steps. All right. And the initiative order starts. So we'll start with Riven. So basically you... Oh, can I say one thing at the end of my spell? Yeah. Which is get inside, (laughs) up the steps. Oh, into the building. I see that. Yes. I don't get it. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) So Riven, like, this dark... I mean, everything just suddenly basically becomes pitch black. And you hear this voice that goes, get inside. Okay. um, Where am I in relation to the door? So you're going to be maybe, f- what would you be, like five feet away from like the like the cathedral doors? They're like big, heavy, like wooden doors with like the, the brass ring that you pull on and then you sneak in. Sure. So with one move action, can I move five feet and open a door? Yes. Okay. Then I'm going to move five feet and open a door and I'm going to try and shoot at Orlando. That dick. You can't see Orlando. So that means I get disadvantage, right? Well, you can't say. I mean, technically, I guess. I mean, technically, you shoot at a sound. You can shoot at where you thought Orlando was. I mean, there's no rule against that. You could you could go old school and start throwing percentiles. Oh God, I was gonna say it's gonna be harder. You're gonna have disadvantage, but then there's gonna be another thing because you kind of know where he is, but you're shooting literally into pitch black. Yeah, that that's shooting at unseen attackers. Yeah. That's like just shooting at the. I shoot magic missile at the darkness. This is, where, <laughs> this is how that happens. But if you move Eli, does the darkness move with you? Because it's on your it sword. Does. This is gonna be the worst chase scene ever. Because they'll know <laughs> mostly where they are. Exactly where they are. Where the blob are. of darkness. Okay, so you're gonna like open up the door and then shoot like through the open door to where you think Orlando is. Yes. Okay. And so roll, roll to hit. Orlando, of where you last saw him. It's a 14 plus 2 is 16. Is there a rule for unseen attackers? I think it's that unseen attackers, I mean, it's basically a blind fight, right? I, th- I thought it was that you just had disadvantage trying to hit someone you couldn't see. 
I mean, that's like if you're in melee with them, it changes a little bit because you know they're right in front of you. With ranged, it's a totally different deal. <laughs> I know old school is percentile. Yeah, there's got to... Okay. So you're saying I don't get sneak attack. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> no. Yes, it's sneaky, but you're just shooting into darkness, ran not randomly, but like in a direction that you think it's going. So if you have blinded, uh, attack rolls, <laughs> interestingly enough, attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. So at the same time, everyone in in there is attacking at advantage, but getting attacked with disadvantage, or <laughs> attacking with disadvantage and getting attacked with advantage. Yeah. So uh, everyone's just blind. So you have to decide how. I'm gonna say to do this. that you have like a twenty percent chance. This is short range, like a twenty percent chance of hitting. Because like yeah, for really blinded, damn. it says yeah, with requiring vision, and so you loose the arrow, and you don't hear like a resounding or scream or anything. I regret nothing. Okay, and, and the then we use a bonus dark. action to dash inside the door. So you dash. Inside the door, into the temple. Halfway through that dash, I would run out of the darkness, right? Yeah. And so eventually you would dash out and you find yourself running down kind of like a hallway in like a giant kind of like stone cathedral with a carpet down the middle with kind of like small rooms along the sides. So there aren't pews in this one, but it's kind of like a long kind of like entry space. And you can see there's a very, very large kind of archway leading into another room down at the end of the hallway. And then oh. again, those smaller rooms kind of jutting off the sides. And you can okay. kind of hear like the moans and cries of the injured coming from deeper inside the temple and the side Do I rooms. see any children of chaos? Not inside, but there's some very scared okay. nuns and would look kind of like <laughs> male, you know, monks in this case. Not like the fighty monks, but like, like fat bald guys that are just kind of scared. I'm going to yell, Orlando's gone crazy. <laughs> Who are you? And they're just, they are just scared of what the hell's going on. Cause you look behind you and there's still like part of like the orb is like gone through the temple. So there's kind of like a darkness blob by this door. Okay. We're going to go down to Daniel. It's very dark and you can feel kind of riven dash past you. And, and you hear an arrow sail past you. <laughs> sail past your shoulder. Cool. Riven goes one way and the arrow goes the other. That's amazing. Daniel is going to casually walk with one hand outstretched towards where Orlando is. Okay. Or where you saw him last, sorry. Yeah, you're really close. Down the stairs, yeah. Okay, so you walk over towards him because you're only really about me like five feet away from him since yeah, you're I by the door. Yeah, I think it was too far. No, so you go towards your direction and I'll say like you, you touch him. You can tell he's right there. Yeah, I've been face, kind of facing him the whole time, too. Yeah, so you, you can get within melee range of him, and then you can figure out that he's there. Okay, yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, there you are. And then I'm going to spend a key point after I do my first attack to fucking just, <laughs> just wail on him. <laughs> oh, God. So I can just get as many opportunities <laughs> to roll disadvantage as I possibly can. Okay, yep. I also want to do something else that isn't written in this rulebook. Can I do cool monk guy stuff? Such as? <laughs> Such as using a key point, one of my limited pool, to uh, not quite see in the dark. But you know how when you train with uh, like a blindfold on and you're like, huh, huh, and you're like blocking shit and you're punching shit? Uh, Master Sanwei made me do that all the time. So Sensei Sanwei did that shit all the time because he's like, sometimes your eyes cannot be trusted. You know, did that kind of stuff. So I'm wondering if I can harness 
my newfound ability to the chakras in my body to <laughs> further utilize that. I'm trying to cheat. Master Sun, we <laughs> talked about he talked about this way of the shadow, but you you weren't you weren't interested in that one. <laughs> oh, they see through darkness. If you were way of the shadow, I'd give you a little something, but I'll give you you can have like some extra goodies with open hand type stuff, but that's like physical oh, manipulation stuff. So with shadow you could darkness stuff I think would, would Lame. fly better. I'm still gonna punch him a lot. Alright. You can Whoa. still punch. You're good at that. So it's gonna be three attacks instead of just the traditional two. So first attack! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a 19. Oof. That, absolutely. Second attack. Ooh, that's not as good. Uh, nine. Hits. I'm assuming not. No, it hits. Oh, really? Oh, God. oh this poor bastard. <laughs> well, then I'm assuming the, uh, the 12 also hits then. Uh-huh. He sucks. He's, he's a I big go. guy in silk. Oh. He's not a fighter. There you are. Kiyot! And you and can you just hear your fists just sink into this guy. You hear this, oh! Yeah, as I find the my perch with each punch, I want to slowly, I want to work my way. Like, I want to land one, feel where I punched on the body, and then, like, judge my following punches to aim for the face. <laughs> Assess body punchitude. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell where you are because it's all very soft, but eventually you find your way to the cr the crunchy face. Since I'm very near this whole punching thing going on, I'm listening very carefully for the sound of Daniel's fists hitting punchy, doughy fatness. It's it's like a slapping sound. Yep, <laughs> that's what I'm listening for so I can assess where he's at. Okay. That doughy slap. <laughs> he's within like melee range of you, Ingus, so like yeah. you can you can tell he's like basically right there. So it's eighteen total points of damage. Because this was a five, a six, and a seven. You just start <laughs> getting after this and your fists just sink in and eventually you find the face with your last one and just goes and that's where you finally you can finally feel bone for the first time in your last punch. You just hear this like really high pitched kind of like squeal and you hear this slap of lots of meat hitting the stone floor. Uh, make him do a strength saving throw. <laughs> well, otherwise this is like a Mortal Kombat finishing move. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw him down the stairs. What is he saving <laughs> yeah, but... he's, he's already going prone. Finish him. Stuff? Uh, stuff. Tumbles down the rest of the stairs. He's got to beat a, <laughs> what is it? A, it's an 11 and a 13. He's got to be a 13, I think. Yeah, he does. Okay. He's too hefty for me to throw. No flawless victory. Oh, because you can do the push thing. Yeah, I was yeah. So I was gonna I was gonna push him. But that's fine. Whatever. That'd be interesting. No, but he just crumples. Do I get him right stands. Zero? Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so Ingus, you can feel this great like whoosh of <laughs> perfumed air as his massive body hits the ground like right next to you. Plop. Cool. Daniel, would you like to... You can still move some in the darkness. I'm good where I am. No one can see me. Do I hear the heavy breathing of him still alive? Yeah, so Ingus, you can hear Orlando, yes, still breathing, but he's going to be fighting for life here on the ground. Nice. Got him, guys! Cool. Is it? Is it me now? I'm sorry, I just started. <laughs> yeah, no, Ingus, it's, oh, okay. it's you. You should throw some coins at him and be like, how is that for a coin? <laughs> I just want you to know, Eli, that like all but like one or two of my spells say a creature you can see within range. So, <laughs> oh, oh. 
but it's okay. I, I'll, I'll do some tricky fun stuff later. I'm just going to pull out my golden uh, crossbow, crossbow. And before I shoot it, I'm going to massage the bolt and be like, you're about to destroy a dirty son of a bitch. And that Wait, is... do you have to see to sing like a song or inspire people or do anything of that sort? Well, I'm using my inspiration on uh, a thing called Psychic Blade, where I can make my weapons magically toxic and add 2d6 psychic damage to them. <laughs> Is that why you're massaging the bolt right now? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just like talking to the bolt and telling it how like you're about to impregnate the brain of a disgusting piece of shit motherfucker. Get the bolt excited to like take the life of a piece of garbage. Get that bolt ready. Wow, you inspire the bolt more than any of like the people on your team ever. <laughs> Well, that's why I went with the College of Whispers because it had this thing where I didn't have to compliment everybody all the time. That's so funny. <laughs> does it do extra psychic damage? Is that what it is? So it does the physical damage plus 2d6 psychic damage. And the, so you're adding psychic to it. Okay. On top of it, Which yeah. Is heavy. This is brilliant. It uses a bardic inspiration point, but I've been okay. rolling like shit, so let's just see. Do I get advantage? Is that what it said? It'd be disadvantage. Oh, well, then it's already bad. See how worse it can get. So eight plus uh, three. Oh, that's good, oh no, eight plus five, so thirteen. Okay, so it's not tough because you're trying to finish off Orlando, right? Yeah. So he's right next to you. So you point like the crossbow to where you you know felt the thump as he hit the ground, and like the front of your crossbow just kind of pushes into the into the pudgy side, and. You pull the trigger and the bolt just sinks right, goes right in. Nice. I, I thought I was going to miss. So it's going to be 3d6 plus. Oh, why? Because of bardic trickery. My psychic blade. I, I, I know, but we are pulling out all the stops to destroy the fat, helpless healer. <laughs> and there's five half orcs we got to contend with. Well, he was closest. 13 plus. <laughs> and he wasn't dead yet. 16 damage. Okay. You push it like right into his gut, pull the trigger and it goes <laughs> and the entire bolt just sinks itself into him. And you hear the, with a, sh you can feel a shudder uh. up against through the crossbow and then you hear the breathing stop. Can the crossbow go through his body and then up through the back of his skull and then the tip of it goes into his brain and spreads those negative thoughts into his brain? <laughs> I think that's a higher level. Yeah, I only rolled a 13. Know that, yeah, his unconscious <laughs> pre-death dreams, yeah, were terrible. Well, he's dead, so cool. Woo! <laughs> we didn't get to interrogate him. <laughs> no, I, apparently why would we? Now we have to go tell his wife and three children that he's dead. Yeah, we're going to find his wallet filled with, like, <laughs> the orphanage that he sponsors and shit. It's still dark, so we didn't see that. He, he might not have any wife or children. He might just, like, I don't know, have a porn addiction in, like, a sad apartment. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the narrative I'm rolling with. The question is, does he have one of those wispy ponytails that, like, just, like, sags yeah, down bald. the back of his back? He oh, he's bald. bald. Okay. If he had the, like, wiry, spindly rat tail, then for sure he'd be alone. But Shout out to all our viewers with wiry spindly rat tails <laughs> that one goes out for you brought to you by basement dwellers we just lost 1200 viewers before we even had them i'm so sorry sorry not sorry i don't know maybe some people are into that kind of thing being abused yeah i'll cancel myself so the rest of you can c play on my turn Ingus, is complete would you like to stand up at all or you still have your movement if you'd like to i actually would like to stay on the ground how far from the door am i five 
feet. Oh, okay. I mean, you're, you're very close. So I could definitely. So what I want to do is I want to creep along the ground and stay as low as possible, but still get through the door. But if I'm only okay. five feet away, I could probably do that because I have a distance of 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I slink? Quickly slink? Yep. So roll. So to go the right direction, to try to orient yourself, roll survival to see if you scooch in the right direction. I roll a seven. <laughs> so I like hit the pillar outside the door with my head. <laughs> so you start crawling. And I think crawling is at half speed. Okay. I want to say. So you crawl 15 feet. And you hit a stone wall <laughs> at about 10 feet. You're not sure where that stone wall is, but there's a stone wall there. I don't think I have much turn left, but can I at least like curl up in the fetal position against the wall and just like wait? You can. I assume if I use Bardic Inspiration for my weapon, that was my bonus action. So I'm just going to curl no. up in a fetal position against the wall. Maybe do a little rocking back and forth. As one does. Okay. I, fe- I feel safe that at least I hit a wall as opposed to like a, a Children of Chaos person's leg or something. It goes to Eli. Okay. What does everything actually look like for me and the viewers at home? Oh, you see me cowering in the corner? <laughs> yeah. Riven is in the temple. Okay. Daniel just like socked out Orlando and then Jake basically that. just like shot him, shot him right through the side and then slinked off to the right, <laughs> and then ran, ran into the wall as he was crawling, and then just curled <laughs> up in a ball. And the five children of chaos are worried, and they're basically just like trying to orient themselves, looking are, around, trying to figure out where things are. My sphere of darkness. Everybody is, other than Ribbon. But how about all like? Because how how big are these stairs? I imagine these were pretty big, or maybe I was wrong. They're pretty wide stairs. I mean, so like it comes up the stairs and there's like 10 or 15 feet kind of of landing. And then there's like the cathedral doors. You guys are like right kind of like smushed in kind of like the landing, like before you get in the doors. But the darkness is encompassing, I mean, everything. And then like some of the stairs too and a little bit in the cathedral itself. What about the sick and dying or, or whatever? Oh, there's a lot of ruckus on the stairs of what's going on. So you can hear some of like the cries of just like basically just fear from the people. And you can hear the like, darkness. Some oh, people, yeah, trying to roll down the stairs out of the darkness. And other people from the streets just screaming I'm gonna try and because intimidate. they see it. I'm going to say something to the effect. Children of darkness, this is no longer your fight. But you might want to watch out for those guys behind you who you have neglected and kicked off the stairs. And I'm going to try and move over instead to Ingus and uh, grapple and drag him up the steps into the into the inside. Aw, I think, yeah. Roll for intimidation. Or at least at the door. I like the idea of you picking me up like a kitten from the scruff and just like carrying yep. me in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're still in the well, fetal position. Well, you can't position. really do much with a fetal position, dude. I have another, you know, my next turn I would be more active. I'm just, you know, protecting my body. All the vital organs. I'll just move in, in the direction of the door. It's gotten lost. Uh, 24. Ooh, that's oh, a good check. You're so scary. Yeah, I'm a scary dude. Yeah, they are... With hazel eyes. As a team, we should stick to psychological warfare. I think. Intim- they are very intimidated by that, and so they're just kind of like standing there, and you can see they like kind of like take a step back from where they hear the voice, because they're not really sure what's going on, and they can't orient, orient themselves, and so they're looking a lot more, even more worried than they were before when the whole world went dark. Um, then you go over and just kind of pick up Ingus 
just kind of carry him towards the door and you can get like just inside the door. I'm going to stop outside the doorway, but drop Mingus, like shove him into the doorway. Like a bowling ball, just roll me in. <laughs> yes, just push him in. You cast the darkness on yourself too, so you are the darkness. Uh, it's on my sword, so that I, yes, I am the darkness. You are the, oh, okay, so the darkness yes. is... So now it's dark where we are again. Okay, so Riven, you're probably like back in darkness. It encompasses because the ball is moving. Oh, see, God. now it would have made sense to see your camera with you sitting in a dark yeah. camper. <laughs> should, should I re-enable just for this very moment? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you have to. Enter the darkness. <laughs> oh. Everyone should just turn off their lights except for me. Uh, that's like on the whole other side of the room. Oh, my. And also, I have the sun here. Oh, yeah, it's still, you've got this, like, radiant halo over your head, Kurt. I don't know why you didn't want your camera on this whole time. It's... Radiant halo of camper? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's actually better now. I kind of like it. It's it's interesting. Not that you weren't interesting before, you know, in other episodes. This is the only place I can shoot from anymore, huh? <laughs> Always go to your camper during the... <laughs> it's not even mine. Okay, so in, in any case, I think that was my action, right, to grab... Ingus. And then you're like just inside the door. Right? I want to be just outside the door. I don't know how, like, I don't know how, how big is this door? Is it like, how wide is this door? It's pretty big. So it's probably like, I mean, five feet on each side. They're very, it's a very, very large, heavy door, but you can open it. That's not hard. Just big church doors, big temple. I want to stand outside the door. I don't know how far everyone else has gone in the door. I'm 30 like, feet inside the door, so if your cone is actually 15 to 20 feet, I still can see. I definitely embraced the fact that I was like balled up and I tried to like turn into a somersault where I rolled as far as I could when you sent me down. It was pretty funny. Just for the fun of it. And no one saw it because it's pitch black. Carry on. Yeah. Who's next? Okay. <laughs> so next is going to be the Children of Chaos. Oh, lordy. Which heard Eli's thing. It's pitch black. Oh, but they're intimidated, hopefully. Mm. Okay, they are going to... Eli, you'd be the only one to see them. So they're going to back up from where they are because they were facing the door and they're going to slowly kind of back up. Two of them back up. They hit the the stairs two of them slip down the stairs and start to tumble down <laughs> the stairs all the ailing bodies down there yeah <laughs> you hear some sick people go oh <laughs> and the other three just slowly work themselves and like kind of feel their way down the steps backwards very slowly and they eventually would get out of the circle of darkness and so they're like kind of like midway down the steps and you can hear one of them turn to there when it goes it's a spellcaster. Go get back up. Ooh. And one of them turns and then begins to run down the steps. Oh, okay. So one's bailing. And they said there's 40 Children of Chaos guards in the Docks District, I think, way back when they said I that. Th so. I think so. Yeah, there's there's a good chunk. So, goodbye forever. The other two need to stand back up, and the other two are just going to, like, wait on the stairs because it's just pitch black. There's nothing they can really do. Delana... Your turn, so it is totally dark. I think you're just, like, mm -hmm. at the very entrance of, like, the door, so you're kind of, you can feel, like, people kind of, like, whizzing past you in the darkness. Okay. Like, on the inside of it, or on, of, like, the doors, or on the outside of the, that door? I think you'd still be on the outside of the door. I'm a slow mover, yeah. <laughs> just, like, ooh. Maybe I just, like, was watching the commotion and just so, sort of, like, you know, watching an accident happen. Sort of stay there. Mm -hmm. Your face is frighteningly red right now, Kurt. It's hilarious, though. <laughs> oh That's awesome. Obviously, like, they're triggered by people doing magic. Can I, though? I don't have to see anyone for this. 
I can, I have this thing called chill touch, which I can create a ghostly skeletal hand in the space of a creature within range. Now, is anyone within range? Or does it count if it's like dark or? They might be in range, but you can't see anybody. I think with that, you would need like a visual target. Mm. Do half elves have any advantage at seeing in this like level? Like total darkness? In, not in magical darkness. Magic, that's a whole nother thing is magical yeah. darkness. Oh. That's nerdy. Yeah, there's there's not much that can see through this. You don't even have to really engage in battle. You have. I mean, I could just keep going. I could just head up, I start would. looking for Solomon. I guess because I can't really help necessarily. Just shooting an arrow in the dark. I, I don't know. I want to yeah. just start making my way and like figuring out where like Solomon is. Okay. The infiltrator. So you kind of turn in the door, and I guess you can feel like the carpet that leads down the entranceway. Make a survival check as you're feeling around in the darkness. Let's see if you can orient yourself. 14. Okay, so you can, between you can like feel where like the carpet is on the ground and you can kind of remember where you were positioned before everything just went black. And so you can figure out that like, okay, I can go in down here and, and you go right down the middle of the temple. And then eventually you come out of the darkness and again, find yourselves down this long kind of hallway in this like stone cathedral with these large kind of pillars that are lining this long hallway with these small rooms off of the sides. I just quickly need to say that in real life, Aaron would have like a negative seven to a nine tripping on a carpet check oh absolutely i would trip Clumsy every single time like you know oh, doesn't even need to be a real carpet i could just be like imagining carpet <laughs> would i see riven mm -hmm. yeah so you would see riven because i think both of you would be outside the darkness at this point yeah and basically there's like other like nuns sisters and brothers kind of like racing around trying to figure out what to do because everyone's basically panicking right now then you can also hear like you know, the moans of the injured in like the side rooms. So are we like sneaking together or should we? So yeah, so you kind of, you come up next to Riven. If you'd like to talk to him, you could, but he's got his yeah. bow out. Riven, dude, I think we need to like, just go and like, this is the time to like go find Father Solomon. Oh, see, now this is the best part. I can only lie. <laughs> oh, right. Do I know that you yourself? I forgot about that. Um, well, you probably saw me flick a bunch of blood onto Ingus's face, so. Right. But whether or not that occurs to you. Uh, yeah. yeah, but your behavior is impulsive. I feel like I would know that by now. I'm gonna say, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, well, do you need me here to help you, bro? I'm gonna say, let's find Father Solomon. I can say that, right? There, there's nothing to be true or a lie there, right? I was going to say, yeah, that's not... I think that, that counts. Yeah, I'm going to leave it up to you that it's got to be lies. <laughs> so I'll, 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 my lying. Yep, you just got to roleplay that. From now on, when my character is speaking, everything that I say will be what actually comes out of his mouth. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let's find Father Solomon. Okay, dude, let's go find Father Solomon. Sounds like you're in, right? <laughs> he needs to know what's going on. Yes. Well, I mean, I think he's kind of the orchestrator of all this, so I think we need to just sort of, like, get a knife up his throat, you know? I feel like it would be best if he knew what was going on. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're messing with my mind right now! I and mean, this is going to be a bitch to edit, because I'm going to be, like, so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I'm along for the ride. You could, yeah, just go run and tell him, oh my God, there's a ruckus outside. And then there you are right next to him if you can. Oh, Sol Father Solomon. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. If you'd have, yeah, because there's like an emer emergency going on outside. So you could just run and be like, oh, you got to come out here. But then we'd have to face off with him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm scared Father Solomon is a big bad guy that's going to kick my yeah. ass. Is there anyone around in the temple that would belong here or know the way around that isn't 
us. There's other like nuns and monks that are working there that you know have little like you know trays of like water and bloodied rags and whatnot that are tending to the wounded and sick in other rooms. I'm gonna point to one of them. I'm gonna say, which way to Father Solomon? Delana has to do that. Oh, oh, yo, uh, I gotta, I gotta like get to Father <laughs> Solomon. Like, there's this thing going on, and like it, like directly involves him. And you know, it's my first day here, but like, remind me where his, his office is again. Can you show me there? Point me the direction. They look at you, and they obviously look at your disguise, okay. and they just kind of they point down the hallway, kind of towards the back through a stone arch at the back of the temple, and you can kind of see like some purple light or some purple glow come from like the back of the temple. All right. That was easy. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go towards the purple glow. Okay. And so you're going to keep walking down towards like the end of the temple. Yeah. And when you enter his office, he's already killed himself. Game over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. And he's now been afflicted with the scourge. There's a note that says, I feel bad. And then he's like bled out on his desk. <laughs> killed by his conscience. I'm going to have a character named his conscience sometime. <laughs> it's going to go back to Riven. Okay. So I'm going to start running towards the soft purple light. So you How go far away running is back towards the soft purple light. It's probably about like 80 Wait. feet back. Big church. Yeah, it's a big temple. Okay, so if I dash, how far can I move? So dash would give you another 30. Okay, so if I dash and then take a bonus dash move, I can make it all the way there. Okay. You go through the stone arch at the back, and then you can see there's kind of there's a back room with a fountain oh. in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. And then off to the left where that kind of purple light is coming from, you can see there's another smaller stone arch which looking through it, you can see that there's a really large like statue of an angel with like a little like water bowl in front of it, I guess. And you can see there's like a whole bunch of like these like candles that are giving off this kind of like purplish light that are lit inside that room. There's some kind of like panicked nuns that are kind of like running out of the room with the statue in it. And there's also a door that goes out the back of the temple and then also some doors off to your right that goes back into what looks kind of like a kitchen and then also kind of like you can see there's like some bunk beds off to the sides probably where the sisters and brothers sleep okay i'm gonna grab one of the nuns as they're scurrying and say which way to father solomon father father solomon he he trapped himself in the the mausoleum of the of the honored dead in the back he hasn't been out since last night where's which way and they point out, like, the back door. All right, and is that my entire turn? Yes. I thought you were going to get Father Solomon in that turn. You almost <laughs> He's did. very anticlimactic. Riffin finds him and executes him. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. You can always dream. <laughs> Sometimes kicking the door works really well. Yeah, just go for <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> just go in there and shoot him in the head. It's like, oh, okay, got him. He's like, I've been waiting for you. I'm like... <laughs> Got the big bad evil. Yeah, okay. And sometimes telling your enemy that if you get hit, coins will pop out of your mouth works really well. <laughs> Seems to be working 100% of the time. Hasn't killed me yet. Daniel. Okay. Daniel uh, was down. Is he out of the darkness? Almost. Is he on the edge of the darkness? Are you in the door or out of the door? I'm out of the door. I'm still on the stairs. Yeah, I think you're still in darkness. Imprisoning me? Um, all right. I, uh... Hello, make... darkness, my old friend. I've been hearing a lot of people going into the door, and I'm hearing Riven yell at nuns and being a bully. So I'm gonna go 
I'm gonna go into the church or whatever. Make my way that way. So you're gonna make oh, your you way want me to do survival? The open door. Yep, survival. So you kind of know where the opening of the door is because you're not too far away. So it won't be a tough one. Ooh, where do I go? Wait, what'd you roll? It's a one. Where do I? I where do I go? So you. So I lick. Yeah, I lick my finger out, and I like hold it for the wind. So very confidently, you walk in a direction because you're like, oh, I was like right by this door. Yeah, this is where it is. Yeah. And walk out of the darkness and see the bad guys. Yep, make a deck save as suddenly the floor is not there and you hit the stairs. Okay, that's a solid 13. Okay, so you you catch yourself from falling down the stairs, but so you catch the stairs Mm -hmm. and you stop yourself and you realize that you went like the The wrong direction. direction. You then go the other direction and you'd be able to make it basically to the door. Okay, and all my confusion. That would be pretty much all your movement. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm at the door. Yep. So you're at the door. So you you have found it though. I'll be like, all right, dudes. You let me know when it, I gotta do something. I'll make sure no one comes through this door. Hopefully. Good job. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's not a whole lot I can do in that situation, unfortunately. You can't just punch in the dark. <laughs> I mean, it worked once. Punch the darkness. But I uh, should probably go with my friends. Oh, there's an ice cream truck outside. Ooh. Is it a good ice cream truck or a creepy one? I've never been, so I don't know. There was always the one that like would go around our neighborhood in LA that was just like, I mean, they play like the the song. It just sounds so constantly. Creepy. Like, it's constantly, oh, yeah. you know, like the middle of the night. It feels like I don't know. The middle of the night? Who the f- who wants ice cream in the middle of the night? Tons of people. The jingle of the ice cream truck triggers memories of Delana and her sex cult. Uh... <laughs> do I have anything oh, cool I can do? No. All right. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just at the door. We all scream for night cream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, that's, that's not right. <laughs> Something wrong with that. Daniel, you have found the door. And yeah. Ingus, I think right. you were also by the door because you were kindly drugged there by Eli. I was dropped just inside of the door. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I am limited in like the spells I can cast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to aim just outside of the door, at least my interpretation <laughs> of it. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Having heard Daniel try to aim just in front of the door, but I want to block the door with a spell called Cloud of Daggers, which creates a cloud of daggers. And if it does end up hitting Daniel, he did punch me in the face earlier. So, <laughs> no, you're right. I, I, you did say you'd pay it back. So, call back. It makes a five by five cloud of daggers, and I want to plant that to take up as much space in front of the door as possible. And I want to cast it by, uh, I'm going to pull a, a small dagger out of my hand and start like flipping it and then start juggling it. And then it s- sort of manifests itself into like thousands of flying daggers. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And so you want to cast that pretty much right in front of the door where Daniel, I want to try and get it so that Daniel's not in it, okay. but also blocking the door. We are the worst team ever. We are just. Yeah. Pretty great. The worst. I'm trusting my instincts that I know where to land this thing. You couldn't put it in front of him? That's what I'm He's doing. trying to. In complete darkness. I thought you were casting it centered on him. No, I'm trying to cast it in front of him so he doesn't get hurt. But if it does hit him, uh, he deserves There's no guilt. Payback. There's no... I won't be, be mad either. Like, I get it. You told me. I did warn you about that. But I don't want to hurt so, him if, if I, you know, can help it. So he's basically, like, right next to you because I think you're right inside the door so you can hear him. Yeah, how about I, I, like, take a step toward his voice and I literally take his hand in the dark so I know where he is. So that'll be my movement. And then I cast it right in front of myself. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys are close enough. I mean, you'd be able to... Hear him coming towards. So I also said 
where I was. Yeah, I want to be a clown that grabs his hand in the dark, though, and then casts a cloud of daggers right in front of him. And I want to have my hand grasped by a clown in the dark, so I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, you've probably heard your voice. You can kind of probably guess that you're, like, there-ish. I'm glad we're doing this without a map today. This is perfect. I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to have, like, a mental image of the stuff that's going it's on. It's working in my head. I think I... Ingus, think grab I my it. hand. Grabbing his hand to sort of line myself up on his plane, and then when I have a sense of where he is, I'll cast the spell right in front of it. I'm just gonna have to do percentile to see if you land land a hand. And so you got him, so you grab a, nope, so a a thin, but very strong forearm as you reach out into the darkness. Cool. And then I, uh, with my other hand, start flipping a dagger in my hand, and then I sort of turn it into a juggling routine, and then it, like, increases until it's thousands of flying daggers, all within my six-second turn. And so both you and Daniel can hear, like, the slicing of, like, the, the literal cloud of daggers as it manifests right in front of where Daniel is, because you can you can feel where he is. I'm terrified. Yeah, so Daniel, you can hear kind of this, like, slicing and grinding noise happening, like, right in front of you. You can't see anything, but you can hear it. It's kind of like a giant garbage disposal. (laughs) I don't like that. Really sharp knives all sharpening each other in a cloud in front of you. They're getting sharper the longer it goes. That'd be sweet. I'm going to say to to Daniel, it's time to move, and then I'm going to turn and run as much distance as I have left. Sure. So you can... 15 more feet or Five feet or so, yeah. Yeah. Try to manifest it in your brain. Yeah, okay. So then you run into the temple... Still in complete darkness. Okay. I might trip on that carpet. You are inside. Right, because you ran away from the daggers. Yep. But it's still very dark. And the daggers last for up to a minute. That's, what, uh, ten rounds? So. Yeah, they're going to be there for a hot minute, which is actually ten rounds. I think we've turned this into, like, a bank robbery. <laughs> where, the, where they're outside and they're like, what are your demands? There's a cloud of knives in front. Yeah, those slicing noises coming from the They can only hear well. the knives. They can't even see the knives. They're just going to walk they into it. They sound like a garbage disposal. But now there's literally jagged knives barring the sick people on the steps from entering a hospital. Hey, isn't it the same, sick though, as like having to pay the fee? Like, what's the difference? Well, you, Hey, you... remember kids at home, we're the good guys. <laughs> it's only temporary. I mean, what you did to Orlando was not temporary. <laughs> He's real good, yeah. He made his last moments very painful. <laughs> and we tried to throw him down the stairs, too. I had a lot of fun with that one. I will say, Daniel's got all these new toys. He's, he's got to use them. He does one thing. He punches. Last thing I say is, like, it's time to move in. And then I turn and try to hope that Daniel comes with. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Daniel feels the uh, the familiar warmth and friendliness of Ingus's hand. <laughs> and the, like, grease of, like, white makeup, because yeah. I, I make up my hands, too. Or maybe I'm wearing, like, silky black gloves. Who knows? I know I'm wearing silky black gloves. It could be velvet. Vel- crushed velvet. Oh, maybe when I touch your hand, our, our, like, brands, like, we can talk telepathically and our, like, branded hands merge together or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we forgot about that already. I feel at first that you, you grab my hand and you hear Daniel's thoughts of, man, I really have to fart right now. <laughs> Something, you know? Like, I'm really hungry. And then I say, like, telepathically in all earnestness, that would be really funny. Yeah. And perfect. Daniel farts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to make the clown laugh. <laughs> I did all telepathically tell him, I'll say, no, 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 it's me, because it's total blackness. This is great. Even though it was 15 minutes early, we could end this episode on Daniel's fart if we wanted to. <laughs> fart in the dirt. Or we could keep going. <laughs> yeah, give a cliffhanger. We've got a, a whirlwind of knives and a fart. From a clown's perspective, that's absolutely perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> 
And I mean, to be to be fair, I don't know how much more we'll get done in the sense of because we have to go to the Crypt Keeper's house. Yeah, we're not going to be able to do a whole Solomon battle tonight anyway. I want to at least get inside. Yeah, because at least at this point, you guys really aren't in combat with the Children of Chaos. So really, like, the initiative order is pretty much over because they're not going to go towards the darkness or, like, the ni- the grinding knife noise, um, at least until reinforcements get there from wherever. <laughs> Which is terrifying. You guys would yeah, oh, be able to, like, scout up silver coins, the temple and, and stuff. And everything went dark. And then there was a garbage <laughs> disposal by the door. Yeah, and Orlando's, Orlando's dead. He's pretty fucking dead. Super yeah, dead. Yeah, that would probably discourage them a little bit more from advancing at this moment we're gonna have a very action-packed intense next episode though i'm excited i mean we we could just let everybody have their last combat round too if you want so we don't want to end on the fart. we could go through because all we have is like in like the order we, we have, still end on a fart we have eli and delana and then <laughs> then like that's the end of the order so should we like just end with those two let's just let them do their thing because that'll probably take up 15 minutes so and daniel's full of farts he's been eating only meat so we can always like splice the episode so that the farts at the end if we really like the fart, or we can find a better cliffhanger. Good. <laughs> All right, let's leave keep the going. audience wanting for more. A better cliff cliff stinker. Eli, Mister Darkness himself. All right, so then I'm gonna go inside and close the door. Well, you have to get through the cloud of blades, though. I'm on the other. I'm right next to Ingus. I put him down. So you'd have to pull Daniel in a little bit to make sure that because then you could close it. That's fine. I will. Yeah. Okay. So the Daniel, you would feel another, I guess, friendly grasp. Maybe a little stronger this I time. I might not see my friends, but I still see their uh, gamer tag nameplates <laughs> that will hover that. above their heads. So I still know <laughs> what's points. going on. Yeah. Or like a, the little the Diablo colored rings under their feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like player one and player two. Yeah. Don't worry. It's probably it's it's canon. Whatever. <laughs> it's in the script. I'm sorry that we wrote in that you're playing in a camper, Kurt. That was a weird choice that we made. Try things, you know? See if they work. I, I guess I'll end my turn by telling uh, Daniel that you probably shouldn't hold on to a fart. It's it's better just to let it go. This is coming did from you- a doctor, by the way. <laughs> How did you know it was me? It's, it was dark. It smells like ham and bread. <laughs> That's all any of us eat. <laughs> well, no, because I, gra- I grasped you and I probably caught the same, same notion in your head. Yeah, I, you did hear the residual thoughts of, that was a good fart. Yeah, yeah. Eli, are you going to like, you're going to close the door too? Yeah, if I can. Okay, because you close the door and you see that there's like a big like lever like lock on the inside as well. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, if I if I have any more time to slide it shut, I will do that too. Okay. Boom. Joke's on them. It's a big heavy like slide lock that has like a big like iron basically rod that goes through another side. So you go and lock that into place so now it will be essentially impossible to get in from the outside if you survive the blades in the darkness it's delana's turn who just saw me book it an insane amount of distance do i hear what's going on behind me or like what riven like do i see what riven's up to and and hear about yeah so you can hear riven bolt down to the end of the temple and like try to figure out where to go from there and behind you I guess if you turn around, you can see probably the edge of the darkness. And so you can hear the door get slammed shut. A huge bolt get like slammed to lock the door. And the sound of like the grinding knives against themselves is kind of blotted out since the door is now closed. And are there like still like staff members around? Did everyone leave? Are there people milling about? Is it sort of like empty halls? So most of like the other like sisters and like monks that are in the place. like So like the nuns and the monks, they've 
gone to the sides in like the side rooms to kind of basically run away. They don't want any business of what's going on in this middle chaos. Okay. Well, I'm going to maybe just try to like regroup and find like my friends. Uh, and maybe I go up and say like, Hey, Riven, like, did you get any like intel of like where father Solomon is hiding out? Is he in here? So with your roguiness, you would actually be able to, you'd be able to catch up with Riven. Okay. So you bolt down towards Riven and kind of run up right next to him as like other new nuns are kind of scattering into like the side rooms. Okay. And I'm going to say, did you know that there's a crypt on this place that Father Solomon likes to retreat to? I did not know that. Wait, are you telling the truth? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling anything. I am asking you a question. Oh. Right. <laughs> I didn't know that, uh, but perhaps that's true. How about we just go back and see our friends and 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 regroup? Like it's kind of like chaos here, and I don't want to like be under suspicion. The suspicion's been raised, I think. Well. Well, not for you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where we're gonna go hide out. I guess the bathroom. It's reasonable. Yeah. Go hide and cry in the bathroom. <laughs> that's where I would go. It's a place of solace. Yeah. But I guess I, I would sort of be like, hey, let's go regroup to plan this next step, <laughs> obviously. Like, we have to find the script. They're like, that's a great idea, because those guys are definitely all competent, and we don't all punch the clown. <laughs> right! Ah, that's my dude, Riven. Okay. Sweet. I'm so confused. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> this is the best I can do under the circumstances. <laughs> You're going to be lying for a whole other hour now? <laughs> oh, my God. I like the complete darkness, the complete deception. We have no idea what's going on. I, I just want to implant in everyone's mind that at one point, there were three branded hand people all essentially standing in a doorway holding hands, telepathically talking about farts. That's beautiful. Yeah. Jake really wishes that was the ending. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to fart just the moral that we've been going for for this mm -hmm. entire... Mm -hmm. we're, now, mm -hmm. we're now nine episodes into our yeah. main story and yeah. we're finally getting yeah, to I'm the... going to telepathically say you guys are so strong <laughs> and beautiful and wonderful people and I thoroughly believe that with all my heart. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, wait. That's a lie, though, obviously. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rude. Call me ugly. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> and there okay. it is. And <laughs> and, so and so Delana, you're basically just kind of looking for Father Solomon kind of at the back of the church. So the two rogues are kind of scouting out the place uh, together in the back. Uh, the other three are kind of still in the darkness blob towards the front, kind of by the front door. But within the church itself, you kind of, you just kind of hear some of the cries of like the wounded in the side and... Some of the kind of the frightened shouts of the nuns uh, and monks that are inside. But I think with that, we'll leave it there for you to try to scout the temple uh, and find Father Solomon uh, wherever he may be hiding out. He's already dead. So yeah. this so is effective. Yeah. What a, what a already did. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> <laughs> But the actual cool thing is that we have Bruce Willis as a guest star in the next episode. That um, would finally break my brain. He's totally not <laughs> dead the entire time. He's Father Solomon <laughs> as Bruce Willis. That would be sweet as hell. But in Liam Neeson's voice, I think I remember, right? So I'm just going to do this ending thingy, my Bob. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us on another quest. Be sure to tune in next time to keep up with the continuing adventures of our crew. 
You can check out the video version of our adventures on YouTube, or you can listen to them as podcasts wherever podcasts are found. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Heads Must Roll on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks. And it's okay to fart. It's healthy. I don't know. <laughs> don't hold it in.